What's up everybody? It's your boy Frowns. And today, I got a fly dude from the town with me. I, I had to slide up on him and I had to harass him a little bit to get him up out the house to get with me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody say what's up to the homie Dick Hennessy and Missy. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, bro. Yeah, Thank you so man. much, man. Uh, of course, man. You know, this is, this is a, I ain't never did an episode like this before. Yeah, how so? And I'm, and I'm more like, I'm interested in your motherfucking ass, because you be doing shit like nobody else does in the city. I haven't seen nobody else do the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just going to ask you some questions. We're going to get to know you. You know what I'm saying? Not like I always start off with, where were you born, bro? I'm born in uh, Hood River, Oregon. Okay. 1979. Hey, me 70, too. 70s, baby. <laughs> yep, 79, yeah, man. And uh, moved to Portland when I was, uh, moved to Southwest Portland when I was three years old, right next to Alpen Rose Dairy. Where's the Alpen Rose Dairy? Uh, it's um, just kind of over off of uh, Beaverton Hills, the highway in the hills right there. Okay, I went to Wilson. Okay, yeah, right, man. Right in the backyard of Wilson. Okay. Yeah. Same area, man. Like, Village. Just a little while. Yeah, it's on the fringe. It's over by the Albertsons and Popham. Uh, okay. The, the urban, uh, the the herbal dragarium, whatever the <laughs> the okay. dragon like head shop right there. It's, oh it's, yeah, it's yeah, dragon yeah. herbarium. Okay. Yeah. See, I I went to uh, the spoon. What was it? Silver spoon. <laughs> That's where I got my first pipe. Shout out Silver Spoon. Yeah, yeah. and that's the booming room. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Has it always been the Boom Boom Room? No. It was Latin Spot. That was Boom Boom Room. Now, oh, it's, yeah. now it's Reveal Lounge. That's right. That's right. Shout out to the Boom Boom Room. I had some good good nights there. Yeah, me too. So, um, like, this is going to be hard. Like, I don't even know what kind of questions to ask without sounding like a dummy. Yeah, ask anything you want, man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, for y'all that don't know, um, Dick throws parties, good ones, uh, <laughs> theme parties. You feel me? Last night I did something for the first time, and I had a I had a ball. I felt special. Yeah. So glad you can make it. I felt nervous. I felt <laughs> special. Were you nervous about? Um, cause they got all up close on me, and I just I didn't know how to act cool, so I was just like. You know, that probably looked like a deer in the headlights. You don't go, you don't go to strip clubs often. I used to work at some, but like it's been a while. What, what clubs do you work at? Sugar Shack. Okay. Sugar Shack. Tommy's. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, you bouncing there, bartending. I did some bouncing. I did some. Uh, I did work. I'm but now I do that. other stuff. <laughs> I'm a good. I'm good. Yeah. I don't do nothing bad no more. I like how this is turning into me interviewing you. Yeah, hot damn it! Don't yeah. do this to me. Turn it. Turn it um, <laughs> so he does like theme parties, and I I got to uh, judge booties. Yeah. And I had a blast. I had a good time. Um. Now, it seems like the the it seems like strip clubs has changed a lot since like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would say, like, the, even from the, like, 2010s, like, the early 2010s to now. Yeah. There was a whole lot more. Um, seemed like it was just, it was just all over the place. And then all of a sudden, you see everything getting shut down. Yeah. And you're like, do you, 
Like what? What's up? Do you know what's up with that? Or is it just the economy? No, I told you, man. I mean, we grew up here, you know. Mm-hmm. And I tell people this a lot. Like, I never seen such economic growth and construction boom in Portland in my entire life. Ever? I mean, just count the cranes downtown. Right. I used like, to work man, down in the Pearl District on them, uh, them condo buildings. Yeah. There's money everywhere. It's crazy money. More than Portland has ever seen. There's more people living here. Mm-hmm. More everything. Mm-hmm. So, it's not the economy. It's, we as a society are changing, you know. So, for instance, when I say that, I mean, if you're doing promotions, mm-hmm. you know, I do promotions for a living. Right. It's harder than ever to get someone to leave their house. Right, so it it's, is. It's it's pretty much impossible to get someone to leave the house and come. Okay. It's hard for me to leave the house. It's, it, it's tough, man. You got to pay. There's a lot of responsibilities you got to take care well, it's of. It's not just that, man. Yeah, we all have bills. We all, you know, we got a budget. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go out too much. But why would you want to leave the house? Everything is there for you. <laughs> right. Netflix, all your favorite TV shows, mm-hmm. your channels, sports. You fucking name it. It's there for you. Right. Your little weed, your little alcohol. You don't got to, you know, pay for drinks. Mm-hmm. And now with Grubhub. And stuff like that. Any food you want delivered to your fucking door. There's no reason to leave the house anymore. It's a trip, huh? You get the, the thermostat just the way you like it. You're comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're relaxed. And as as we continue to advance as a society, it's gonna get more and more in that to, in that direction. And that is what's really hurting the entertainment industry in terms of going out, people leaving the house. <laughs> right. Let's say you know even <coughs> what's the majority? What's the main reason people leave the house? Go to nightclubs and bars. It's to meet women, right? True. Yeah. It's all happening online. Instagram, Tinder, Facebook. Right. So that's the reason that things are changing and, and, and evolving. But honestly, what's weird is, you know, you're saying clubs are shutting down, you know, clubs are slowing down. It is slowing down a little bit. I mean, it's just a slow time of year. But right now, there's more clubs opening up in downtown Portland than ever before. Mm-hmm. It's a huge influx of strip clubs in downtown in downtown, they don't they don't want strip clubs down there. So the fact that this is happening is just proof that there is still a huge market for it, and there is still money, you know, circulating, and people, you know, wanting to go out. And well, I was gonna say too, it, it does almost like you know, being that there are a few less uh, strip clubs, it does consolidate it down though. So it brings more people together, kind of yeah. at the same time. Because like last night. It's been a it's been a while since I've been. I think that motherfucker was called the Palace. Yeah, the back palace, in the day, yep. last time I was there, and you could smoke inside. <laughs> <laughs> but the good old days. But it was popping like crazy, and I was like, yeah. I was sitting there thinking to myself, you know, one is genius to have a, a a themed party like that. It yeah. gets everybody, you know, it gets everybody to to do their thing. You know, saying get dressed up and and have a good motherfucking time. Everybody had a good time. There wasn't. There wasn't no, I didn't see no negative yeah, stuff at all up know. in there, man. I, I got to tell you, absolute perfect event. And then huge turnout. Everyone had a great time. No problems. That's all you could possibly ask for. It was a great you know? time. Yeah. And oh, man, the machine, the the, the dude, uh, oh, man, DJ Pussyfoot. Pussy yeah, DJ Pussyfoot. Yeah. Like that motherfucker's magic. Yeah. I took a picture with that motherfucker <laughs> and smoke came out his face. <laughs> We gotta get him on the next episode of Parker Sports. That, we, would, we, be, that a, would be fun. Let's do a follow up. Let's get DJ Pussyfoot on Parking Spark and we'll do the whole thing. 
Because you know yeah. what? People said they ain't never seen his face before. Yeah. That's some cool shit, yeah. boy. That's some cool shit. Yeah, it was, you know, like... How'd he do that shit? Smoke came out of his face. <laughs> he was taking a... He, it's a robot. He didn't man. hit nothing. Yeah. yeah. That shit, boy. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all get out, man, yeah. and you see this, brother, say what's up. Because that's some, that's some cool-ass shit. You know, the thing is, I've been involved in the strip club industry a long time, man. Like, over a decade. And that's all I do. I don't do anything else. I don't have a square job. I don't have like what what um what brought that out? Like how what made you say, you know what? I'm just gonna start I'm just gonna have a ball and throw these events and get paid and, and bring people together and have a good time. <laughs> well, I'll take you back, I'll give you a little history. Give me a history. And, and, you know, honestly I gotta say I view Park and Spark as like the Portland record. You know, this is for the record. You know, hey. this is Dick Hennessy for the record. Oh boy, thank you. You know, every every guest you have, whether it be Cool Nuts, Kenny Mack, I, you know, I watch Parkins Bar. I love, I, thank I love you, what man. you're doing, man. You really, you're onto something here, and it's important. It's important to chronicle. It's important to chronicle the lives of people that have done significant things to just for the betterment of Portland. In I believe in everybody out here that's pushing their line, man. Yeah, and that's why I do it. I said, you know what. So, There's yeah. too much talent out here for for it not to go down. It's just got to be another something. Man, you're not gonna do it. Who is? You know, someone's got to do it. No one. You know, everyone talks about shit. Yeah. Actually, go and do it. It's not easy. But yeah. it's the, but it's it, the right thing to do. It ain't cheap, it, it, but it's worth it. Yeah. So I'll give you a little history on my okay. my career, my All right. my origin story. Yes. You know, if that's what you want. That's what we want. That's what mm -hmm. the people want. See, the people want to know who the fuck you are. Besides all the cool shit you do. <clears throat> yeah. So I'll let them know right now. <laughs> so real quick look, Let's go back to where we started I moved to Portland when I was three Okay Went to school in Beaverton And graduated Target High Okay In 1997 From Target High I went to University of Oregon Graduated in 2001 Sociology Business minor Okay Yeah So During the time I was dabbling in marijuana sales Things of that nature Got arrested was fighting that, got arrested for a murder charge after that. Fought that, beat that. <coughs> got found guilty for uh, the marijuana thing, so I had a felony. <coughs> but 2007, I was free. And you know, when am I going to get a regular what job back after that? Right. I, no one's going to hire me after that. Got a felony for weed, mm -hmm. got arrested for murder. Even though I beat it, it's still on your record, you know? Mm hmm. So I'm thinking strip clubs, you know. A friend of mine at the time, legendary DJ in the Boomer Room, I don't know if you remember. His name was Taiwan. Hell yeah. Is that the <laughs> motherfucker who talk like Bernie Mac sometimes? So yeah, this is for the record, so I want to Hey man! <laughs> I forgot about bro. Yeah. Yeah. Long hair. He's from Woodlawn, Taiwan. Man, tell him what's happening. What's happening? <laughs> so I've been going to the Boomer Room early 2000s. Magical place. I mean, we were all going there. It was mm -hmm. there was nothing else like it. It, it was popping. Yeah. Even Exotica couldn't like. The thing about Taiwan is he played not the music that was hot, but the music that we actually all listened to in our he cars. Had a C he had CDs. He yeah. had a big ass case of CDs. Yeah. Yeah. He had a, he had a case of CDs. He played the music we really gave a fuck about, mm -hmm. and no one else was even thinking about doing that at the time. And then he was. 
I mean, there's never gonna be another DJ like him on the mic. You know, the mouthpiece was just oh, impeccable. Yeah. yeah, it was immaculate. It was he had a, the gift, a, man. Yeah, he was a very gifted comedian, and um, I'm just glad I was able to be part of all that. Mm -hmm. But he put me on, got me an opportunity to cover for him on a Sunday night there at the Boomer Room, and he was still like red hot. 2007 November, if I remember correctly. Okay. <clears throat> About a couple weeks before that. I was uh, in the studio with my brother, Nonstop, who's now a famous producer from Portland. You know who Nonstop is? It's your brother? Not blood brother, you know, the closest thing I had to, okay. to a brother. Super producer, man. Him, Sauce, the whole family is mm -hmm. my family. Okay. But um, we have been working on music and, and collaborating together since 2000. So it had been seven years at this point. We're in the studio, we're smoking, drinking, having a good time. And I'm like, man, you know, uh, you know the guy that created Hennessy? His name is Richard Hennessy. And I was like, man, I was like, Dick Hennessy. I was like, that's a, <laughs> you know, that's a, just random. And I started, you know, we were just laughing about it. That was it, the I was universe. Like, I started coming up with like funny, like album names. If that was a rap artist, Dick Hennessy, you know, we come up with album names. Yeah. Smoking, just laughing about it. A couple of weeks later, Taiwan put me on and got me a job at the Boomer Room. Strip club DJing, and uh, I went to his house to smoke before. He used to live right by the Boomer Room. Okay. And, I, and he was like, "Man, are you nervous? Are you, are you nervous about this?" I was like, "Nah, nah man, I'm DJ Dick Hennessy. Like, I'm going in swing." Yeah. And uh, what I thought, what I realized after I got off house arrest and after I, you know, was trying to figure out what to do with my life, is like Portland is the strip club capital of the United States. Right. There's no one you can point the finger at and be like, "That's the guy," you know. Like, there was a lot of club owners and bouncers. You know, you were in the industry. Mm -hmm. And and people that slept with a lot of dancers or they were making good money mm -hmm. or they were, you know, affiliated with celebrities. Yeah. And they were cool. But no one encompassed the entire industry. You That's know? very true. And I was true. like, there's a, there's a huge void for that. And I feel like I can encompass, you know, encompass that and, and create that. So I was like, man, I'm just going to be the dopest strip club DJ ever in Portland. Period. What a great idea. You know, I... I I knew I couldn't. I, I knew I couldn't fuck with Taiwan on the on the mouthpiece because he was an extremely gifted comedian and brilliant, you know. But I knew I could fuck with him on the music because I've been involved in the music industry a long time, <coughs> and I was the one giving him his music, you know, some of it, the extra stuff. He was already on top of it, but I was doing yeah. the little extra seasoning. Hell yeah! So I just came. I came out the gate. Swinging for the fences, DJ Dick Hennessy. And it was at the Boom Boom? Yeah, it was at the Boom Boom Room, 2007, November. And uh, I, was, I was so... So confident that what I was doing was going to succeed and I was just going to be on top of everything. And uh, and I, I made a lot of significant progress, but what I didn't realize is as a strip club DJ in Portland, the ceiling is relatively low, you know? Right. It's, it's not like Atlanta or Houston... A major market where a strip club DJ can make a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, you know, Portland. There's only so. As a DJ, there's only so high you can take it. You just got to put it's a recipe not, together. The infrastructure is not. We don't have strip clubs the size of Costco's here. You know, like it's every strip club is almost like a neighborhood bar in a way. You know, other than what would be the what is the biggest strip club? Biggest strip club square footage wise is Rose City Strip right now. Okay. Um. I mean, biggest strip club downtown is uh, Rouge, square footage-wise. But, I mean, we're talking about Magic City. 
you know, right. major markets with right. you know, we're the multi-level. This is the strip club capital of the United States. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have the economy or the resources to push a gigantic strip club. So we have these niche clubs everywhere. And right. to this point, you know, mm-hmm. uh, sassies, things like that, you know. So I was kind of just in a straitjacket at that point. You know, I hit my head on the ceiling and uh-huh. I, I realized at that point that the next level was event promotions because event promotions are as big as you want to take it and as far as you want to, you know, make it pretty much. And Did you start utilizing the magazines? Is that what you started with? Well, yeah, I was prior to that I was mentioning the magazines and I did events just on my own. I was doing my own promotions. I was I was really just scratching upon everything I could and trying to uh, you know, do videos, just get my name out there, do mixtapes. Yeah. Um, just do everything possible just to be the coolest DJ. But inevitably, uh the event promotions kind of started creeping in. I saw at the time Sheena G, who owns the G Spot. Yeah. She's an artist. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember her. Yeah, I might need a letter here. Right here. Yeah, I remember her. And uh, she was she doing events. Her, she pushed a real hard yeah, life. she was doing events. And I uh, went and I would judge her events, me and like Tony Ozier and, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people from the town. And yeah. it was a good time. And I was like, man, like, maybe, you know, like, I could do an event too. You know, mm-hmm. like she's doing cool events. I could do a cool event. Right. So I was like, what would be the best event for me to do? And start off doing it. Uh, let me start at the finish line. And so uh, the Vagina Beauty Pageant was the first event I ever did. I couldn't believe that shit yeah. when I heard that for the first time. I was like, that's, you know, let, let me not play with it. Let me get right to you it. You did that? Yeah. Yeah, I did it. And yeah, uh, motherfuckers do that shit for real serious. It was a massive turnout at the Boomer Room. And then uh, the next year I did a Club Rouge downtown. And that was my first full page exotic ad. And now I've done 10 years completely successfully and uh, problem-free, growing exponentially from year to year. And, you know, the, <coughs> like, a lot of people know about the car. First of all, 86? 87. 87. Mm-hmm. <coughs> 87 is the year. I, I think 87 is the year. They kept I had 86. And 86, man, anything from the whole day. That motherfucker box yeah, Chevy, baby. Yeah. What made you do that? What was like, you know what? I'm going to throw a vagina on the motherfucking side of this here. <laughs> it was crazy. So the second year, uh, I was I upgraded from the boom room to Rouge downtown. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm the big time. I finally made it in my mind. I was like, okay, here we are. And I had my first full page exotic ad on the second page. <laughs> um, marketing was out there. I had shot like a you know, promotional video. Mm-hmm. I was going to shoot promotional videos. And I was like, you know what? Let me... uh. <coughs> Let me just. I had a friend that was, you know, doing graphic design and like printing stuff out, mm-hmm. stickers, things like that. Fred Roman, okay, and, uh, and Beaverton stills working in the industry and stuff. But uh, I was like, let me just get vagina beauty pageant on the back of the car, like in a sticker on the back window, and then the date, and then my Facebook. I think it was like my Facebook and MySpace, or this Facebook and Twitter, something like that. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Man. I mean, we yeah, like nine years ago. Yeah. And I was like, let me just put that on there. And uh, I talked to him. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. We'll print it out, put it on there. It said second annual Vagina Beauty Pageant, Club Rouge, PDX, the date. And, like, I think my my social media information. And I remember waking up the next day after I had it, I parked it in my place. Because I was staying in a pretty nice place in uh, Beaverton by Nike campus. <clears throat> okay. I was like, man, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get a brick through the window. Like, I just 
had this impending feeling of doom. Like, what the, fuck, <laughs> the fuck did I just do? You know? It was already a box chef, you know? Yeah. It was on, it's, it was it's on, got people's attention. Yeah, I think it was 155 spoke 20s at the time, the 22s. And mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm, I'm doing too much. You know, I, I felt like it was the right thing to do, but the next day I had major regrets because I was like, I think it was the perfect be, thing to do. That's what happened. Because I took that risk and. It was the perfect thing. It was a do. good risk, man. Good choice. I feel like, you know, sometimes it I'm just fits. thinking. Everything yeah, fits. Everything yeah. fits. I feel like I'm a conduit just to the universe because I get these ideas from somewhere. The universe just provided that to yeah, you. The universe said, it. okay, motherfucker, yeah. this is what you want to do. <laughs> Poof. You go, it's going to grow. Yeah. And it grew. And uh, and you can trace the lineage. You can see the videos on YouTube. You search Vagina Mobile or Dick Hennessy mm -hmm. from, from that year. Just the Hell little yeah. sticker. Just a little... The stickers caused all this controversy, and all these people were talking about it, and it was this huge deal. I and heard all about it. The first year? Hell yeah. <laughs> like, man, you see that box Chevy with the vagina badge and shit on it? See, what the fuck you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. crazy motherfucker, yeah. man. <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's some good publicity, man. And And you know what? At the same time, people really take your shit seriously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they well, know it ain't for play. Well, the, they know you're really out here doing that shit. Yeah, I mean, you saw it yesterday with your own eyes, you know? like Yeah, that shit is, had me rolling. Like I said, That man. outfit, man. See, that's the thing. <laughs> that's what makes it so great. Motherfucker, you dressed up. Everybody's dressed up. It was a fun-ass time. Yeah. Like, I was looking around like, man, these people are genuinely having a great time. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I'm here doing this. Those dudes screaming their ass off, man. Like, yeah. my whole ears was Definitely. booming. yeah. Like booming, it was like, what the fuck, man? Like Michael Jackson was on stage or something. It was like, oh! <laughs> I know you know. Yeah. I was like, shit. But it was great, man. You yeah. know, and and it's not only that, but it's a good, it's a good look for the town. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's a, I, and it, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Honestly, like just done some real shit, man. That's all I do it for is is to. I always say this. I I do everything I do. I sacrifice my entire life for this, to improve the quality of the town that I love. You know that I grew up in, mm. in Portland. You know, like yeah. before Portland was ever the popular thing. We love we. You know, like, we take pride in our city. We yeah. love Portland. That's the, that's the weird thing about Portland, though, right? Like if you really are from here, you feel like oh, like Portland sense is the of shit. Identity. Yeah. I love Portland. Yeah, I, I go yeah. some other places and be like in Portland though. You know, you do that shit, it get yeah. annoying. You like in Florida, like. In in tropical island, but you know what? In Portland, yeah. <laughs> and you know what else though about your shit, man? That makes it really cool. You created another destination for the city. Yeah. Someone coming from outside of Portland, coming here will be like, "You heard about these uh these little events, yeah. man? We gotta go." And you know, motherfuckers could come from out of town and really have a good time. While coming to do some other shit as well, you know what I'm saying? Well, that was that was my point, man. Was like Portland's the strip club capital of the United States. Yes, right. It is right. But if you come here from a fucking major market city, <laughs> you're like, like, what, what the fuck the is this? Fuck? This is this is the capital of Canada. <laughs> that was my man. Like, we need to act like we're the fucking capital. We need to do, we need to push the envelope. We Absolutely, need to do the, you know, and that and that's that's what's got me this far. That's where Amen. that's where the strip club haunted house came from. That's where the vagina beauty pageant came from. That's where every single fucking event that I do came from is that same drive and that, you know, like, 
it just if I'm not gonna do it, who is? You know how difficult it is to traverse. I don't know. The I don't know industry? if another dude could do it like you do it. No, I mean, I, I, you you're the you're fucking Bob Barker out here with this <laughs> shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's like, do I want to watch this motherfucker? Or do I want to watch Bob Barker? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you did it. You planted the seed and it grew to what it is now. So it's, it'd just be silly to see some other shit. But I mean, yeah. hey. Honestly, I do it to inspire other people. I want someone. I want to inspire someone to be like, because you'll pass the torch one day. Well, I mean, to some young hustler, you're gonna see something in him. Look at this little Bob Barker ass boy. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna get a keys to this kid. Yeah, I want to. You know, I really, I really am looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to being whatever age, being old and having done it, and then seeing someone young. Yeah. and, And ready to just. Grab hold of the industry and yeah, take yeah. it to the next level, and just be like, man, like, you know, let me mentor you, man. Like, that's right. I believe in you. You know, I, I want to pass right. the torch. I want to. I want to. I want to inspire. I want to spark the, the flame that's gonna just take this the entire industry to the next level. That's what I get excited about, man. I want to see these because these kids. We got a lot of. I got some young kids that I've I've, I've interviewed, man, and these guys are, uh, they're impressive, man. And uh, I want to bridge, uh, close the gap between uh, cats from our generation. Yeah. To these these young kids coming up, because you yeah. know what I'm saying. I don't want them to think that just because we don't like their pants or whatever, whatever they're doing, <clears throat> that we don't give a fuck about them and we want to help them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I want to, because if we close that shit up and the the youth uh, fucks with us and, and our business mind and they're they're young, aggressive business mind, you know the city could do some real big stuff, real big stuff. Yeah, I agree completely, man. Yeah. Shout out to my little nephew, Saul Luna, man. Proud of you. He's blowing up, man. Nice. He just signed his deal and shit. Congratulations. Um, but yeah, let's talk about this movie, man. This oh, yeah, okay. Scary. It's, you know, what's, what's it's funny, a scary man, movie? Yeah, it's very convenient you brought that up, man. I got something for you. Oh, shit. Yeah. You want to talk about Portland DNA? That's it right there completely. This is Portland? Are you fucking kidding me? That's you're That's holding Portland thing. in your hand. That's so we're talking about the strip club haunted house video that you saw, right? Yes. Have you seen the other ones or did you see this one with you? I seen look, I seen a clip, <laughs> G, and okay. I said, What? Yeah. Movies? Yeah. You know, I'm a I can act. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it, man. That's convincing. tell me man yeah no it's this is dope tell me so i feel like in my career i've done a lot of good things i have a lot of really good (laughs) ideas but by far the two two biggest ideas i've had the johnny beauty pageant and then the world's only strip club haunted house and that right there is the fifth annual strip club haunted house. It's the Spice Gentleman's Club every year, but this year we shot a major motion picture, SL Films. Uh-huh. Uh, we collaborated. We've been doing videos every year, but this one was something different. 11 Minutes, iconic 80s horror movies. I love that shit. Man, the, the, they really, really pressed the limit of everything they're capable of, and I think did the best video they've ever done up until this point. And, Man, uh, that's so dope. You can check it out on YouTube. Just look up Strip Club Haunted House. You got this shit on B- I really thought you was handing me well, an old-ass well, movie. This, this is the thing. We did an incredible video. Willamette Week picked it up. It was extremely popular. It's on YouTube right now. Everyone can look at it. But 
we pressed the actual director's cut, the uncut version, on 500 VHS tapes. If you, wow. you pull, that, pull, that, pull that tape out. I'm going to pull it out. Pull it out. Yeah, spark, mm, mm, spark and pull. Mm, mm. Yeah. But this is this got full nudity, and uh, it's the extended version that wasn't on YouTube, and it actually works. Wow! Into a, look at that. Yeah, it's got the. That shit is dope, <laughs> man. So, to me, that's a Portland collectible. That's, that is that's a, a collectible. collector's item, big time. You know what? No one's doing that anymore. Nobody, and the, yeah, people probably could go crazy for one of these. I mean, a lot of people got them when they came to the haunted house. We gave them to VIP customers, but you you, you do haunted house? That shit's scary. <laughs> a little bit. Fuck, I'm not going. It's scary, sexy, and funny. It's a combination of the three. Equal, See, equal parts. My scary ain't sexy or funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it, man. Ah! I'll, give you, I'll give you some tickets. I'll run. I don't like that shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll do some real ghost shit. Yeah. But man, I don't like that shit. Little motherfuckers trying to grab you. Yeah, man. Yeah, PTSD. Don't touch me. No, don't PTSD, touch me. man. I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm in the business of it now, so I'm, yeah, right. I'm comfortable with it. I know That's when they're coming out. Like, yeah. It's funny because you go to a haunted house and you're like, oh, this will be all right. And then you still get in there and you still get scared about stuff. You know you know what you're getting into. <laughs> I might anxiety. be like, oh, grab my heart and shit. Because you know, I'm getting up there, y'all. And I get scared. I get scared off that shit. Because I'm high all the time. Except for when I drive. <laughs> Driving sober over here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I obey the law. Yeah, I got a couple of other uh, gifts for you. Let me do. Hell yeah, I like yeah, gifts. Let me present to you a couple more things, man. Here's, uh, I know you like the t shirts. Oh boy. The 2X. Is the 2X okay? Oh, I'll squeeze in it. Okay. <laughs> the official 10th anniversary uh, commemorative edition pink vagina beauty pageant shirt. Hell yeah. Thank you, like man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Check it out. See? And this is this is all exclusively Portland stuff, man. See, y'all start pushing people. Start, start supporting people's brands, man. You get good gifts. Oh, but the gifts don't end there, though, man. What? The vagina pageant DVD for you. Oh boy! <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes, sir. Motherfucker. We got some mixtapes. What? Doing the real mixtapes, man. Rapping ass. Triple X front. Rapping no, no, ass no, no, dick. No, 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 I'm not rapping. That's oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, are you rapping nobody, too? Nobody, no, nobody wants to hear that, man. I'm, it's this every mixtape is different. That's old school funk music. It's mixed Red by Tony. Parker, man. Yep. Roy mixed, Ayers. Yeah, mixed by Tony Ozier. You know that? Hey, is? I love all this shit. Yeah. This is in my I got this shit on my playlist. And I got this for you right here. Stripper Poles and Bullet Holes, my most famous mixtape hosted by Paul Mooney, comedian. Word. I'm slipping at the same time. I'm getting these beautiful gifts and I didn't even know about some of this shit. Wow, man. It's all good. They get at the side later. Funk 101 hosted by Cocaine. Old school funk music. OG Cocaine. Yeah, I know you like that. I'm going to be slapping this shit on the way home. Yeah. If it don't rain, I might pop the, pop the roof. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Blow some smoke to the sky. And one last one. I, I keep giving these all day. Heaven on Earth, my newest mistake. 
Hosted by Slink Johnson, aka Black Jesus. Good friend of mine. That's Look. why he did come out here and fuck with you. I seen it on his uh, Instagram. We'll try to get him on our episode. Try to do that for you, man. For real. Right. He'll be here. He's doing a, a comedy fest February 20th, Harvey's. The 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Did you hear that? If you do that, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect. Man, it's the president of the Smoke Yours Club. Hey, hey we gonna smoke it. Smoke Yours Crew. I'm gonna bring some. I'm gonna bring yeah. some of the finest of the finest. I'm gonna press the issue. Man, try to get you two I more things. I appreciate that. Two for real. Yeah, it's getting heavy. <laughs> it's getting heavy on my legs. <laughs> These are light though. I'm trying to get you two stripper ball tickets real quick. Oh shit! There you go. Man, thank you. Free food. Ooh, uh, they gonna try to rob me. Courtesy of Sadie Cooks BDX with those. I'll get you in for free. Me and Nick Sand, fourth annual biggest strip club Super Bowl party in the state. Stripper Bowl. Mm. Little City Strip tomorrow. Hell yeah, <laughs> man. Sunday, yeah. Well, I'm stocked up. <laughs> so this is let them know what you got coming up, brother. Yeah. This is what it is right here. Yeah. This is what it is. Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. Rose Strip, Dick and Nick's fourth annual strip club, Super Bowl party called the Stripper Bowl, 2 p.m. Come by tomorrow, free food, courtesy of Sadie Cooks PDX. You can see me there, you can see him there. <laughs> maybe, maybe, possibly, possibly. I'm going to try to get out there. It'd be a good time. And I think y'all should too. It's a lot of fun. We got the uh, super X-rated halftime show. The whole thing is just... It's, it's the way to spend the Super Bowl, other than you know, family, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Man, I could talk to your motherfucking ass all day. Yeah. And I want to do it again, man. We're going yeah, to do, do it again. We got to do a part two. We got to bring the motherfucking pussyfoot with the... the yep. He blew smoke out his face. I'm going to try to do... Uh, let's do part two. Slink Johnson and pussyfoot simultaneously. I think that would be dope. Let's try to do it. I'm that'd gonna try be, to do it. That'd yeah. be extra yeah. dope. Yeah. I'm cool with just just y'all, but if you you want to do all that, I'll hit the GAS, <laughs> man. I'll be here real quick, fast, and hurry, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, mention two names. Oh yeah, next up. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was just a judge last night. Care booty, great judge. He did a perfect job, man. Very professional. Thank you. Next, not next month, March. Technically next month. Yeah, March. March. Miss TNA, the next big event I have coming up. It's going to be at Six Clubs. You're welcome to judge the finals or any other preliminary you want, man. It's going to okay. be the same thing, just even bigger. That's great. Mm -hmm. I met some really cool people, too, last night. Some of the judges. It's just fun to get out, cool man. Yeah. Fun to get out and network. You never know. Most definitely. You know when you don't leave the house, what's going to happen? You know, someone's going to call you or show up at your door with that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Business opportunity. That's right. Making a lifelong friend. You never know. Available. Yeah. You gotta you gotta get down. We gotta got fight this mentality of staying in the house and not leaving. Oh, I know. Yeah. I come Can from I going you? outside. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't come from the era of sitting in the house. I couldn't. <laughs> I get kicked out. Yeah. Mom would be like, It's a Tupperware party, go play. I'm like, what? It's a Tupperware party. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, we turned that off. Hey fine yeah. ladies here. You go outside. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out mom And the Tupperware lady 
and the Avon ladies. Avon ladies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you very much, man. Keep doing, man. Keep up the good work. I'm really, thank you. I really appreciate what you're doing for the city, man. Hey, man. Anytime, I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I get to bump elbows with great minds. You feel me? Yeah. I soak up a little bit of game off everybody I meet, and it makes me better. You know what I'm saying? So, man. we keep it going like that. You know, and it's a revolving door. I just want to see the city do great. I want to see you do great. I want to see you do great, and I want to see <laughs> you do great. All right? All right. Park and Spark. Dick Hennessy. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'll holler at y'all later, man. Yes, sir.